back. Wasn't that wonderful to sing all those wonderful carols? Yep, thank you, Costas. That was amazing. So come back and join us. So, I'm going to start. So, I'm going to talk about, guess what? (laughs) A Christmas gift. Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forevermore. Amen. Yeah. This is what we're celebrating at Christmas, the birth of the Son of God, Jesus, Emmanuel, and God, meaning God with us. What a wonderful thing to celebrate. God coming down from heaven in the form of man as a baby, just as Isaiah prophesied. So I'm going to read it direct from the Bible. So let's start. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favoured one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And shall, be, and shall call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing is impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So I'm going to skip a bit forward, but I, I want to read it directly because we all know the story. But I don't want to miss anything out because there's some really brilliant things here. So skipping forward. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census took place first while Quirinus was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. 
Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, and into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there was in that same country shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning concerning the child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen as it was told to them. So I'm going to quickly go on. In Matthew 2, it then tells us about the Magi, the three wise men. So after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, During the time of King Herod, the Magi came from the east, came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and we have come to worship him. Notice the wise men also knew this wasn't a secret. All the wise people, the wise shepherds, the humble were told they knew The wise men brought the baby gifts of gold, which symbolizes kingship. They brought him frankincense, which is a priestly spice, and it symbolizes holiness, righteousness, and sacrifice. Myrrh, the embalming oil, which was a symbol of death. So it was all known. Those wise men who knew baby Jesus, they traveled from so far with those gifts, which had such significant meanings they could have brought anything but they brought all of those things yeah (laughs) or nothing (laughs) but they brought the things that symbolized who Jesus was the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings but our Savior didn't come on a mighty horse or a chariot as some had had expected he came in humility as a baby born of a virgin birth to Mary 
and born in a stable with the animals. He came in the most humble of ways and experienced everything that we do. He lived among us. He experienced life as a boy, as a man. He fell over. I'm sure he grazed his knee. He lived life. He had a career as a carpenter. He experienced loss and grief. He cried when his friend Lazarus had died, even though he knew he was going to raise him from the dead. He had compassion as an adult. He healed everyone he met. He cast out demons. He provided finances to pay taxes for the, the, the disciples. He cared about the small things. He guided the disciples to fish. He even cooked for them after a hard, hard night's work. He guided them how to pray. He showed them how to love as he did. Love souls, bringing hope, restoration, redemption and freedom. Jesus taught us that some things need to be fasted and prayed about. He taught them how to be humble. He washed their feet. He taught them how to be like him. And we are too. That's what the word of God does for us. It teaches us who he is. Humble, gentle, come as a baby just so he could experience everything we did. He teaches us how to carry on and do those things. Because we're called to carry on those holy works that he started. And as I mentioned earlier this morning, when we accept Christ as our saviour, we become citizens of heaven while we're here on earth. It's like we're, we're the people visiting another country. We're visiting another world because we're citizens of heaven. Luke 4.18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me and you to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to set the oppressed free. Why? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only son as a final sacrifice for every sin ever committed, every sin that ever will be committed. And what do we have to do to receive, to have that redemption? Accept Jesus. It's as simple as that. There's no fancy test or exam that we've got to take. We just have to accept Jesus and say, I believe you died for my sins, that you paid the price for me. And that's enough to become a citizen of heaven, to become a child of God. This Christmas time, we gather together with each other and with family and we give thanks for the love and the hope and the joy found in the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he's not just our Lord. He's our friend. He's our brother. He's our dad. He's our everything. He's not sitting out there somewhere. He's here inside us, with us, praying for us, wanting a relationship with us. We are his family. He is our head and we are his body. We're that close. We are part of each other. 
So as we give our gifts and we receive our gifts this Christmas, let's remember that Jesus is the greatest gift ever given. And every one of us has an opportunity to receive him as our personal gift and open that gift from the Heavenly Father. A gift that means we can spend eternity in heaven. So this is a very quick message this morning. And so to end, I'm just going to bring something. Christmas, or Christ Mass, has a literal meaning. Christ, or the Greek Christos, or the Hebrew Messiah, actually means anointed. And Mass means memorial or sacrificed. So the literal meaning of Christmas or Christmas literally means sacrifice of the anointed one. So when someone says to you happy holidays, doesn't cut it. This is a very merry Christmas. This is the sacrifice of an anointed one to bring redemption to this world. It's not happy holidays. It's happy Happy, happy Christmas. We have a reason to celebrate a very, very Merry Christmas. And I wish you a very Merry Christmas. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for giving your one and only Son for us. And we thank you and we celebrate this Christmas, the birth of your Son, Lord and Father. We thank you, Jesus, for everything that you did. We thank you that you understand us. You have compassion for us. You love us. You give us hope and a future. You want to bless us. Father, you heal us. You give us prosperity. Father, you provide our every need and you tell us to do the same for everyone else. So, Father, we just thank you this Christmas time. And I pray your light will shine to us and through us that we can share the good news of your, redempt your redemptive gospel. In Jesus' name.